Hi guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. I was having a day. Not a bad day. I just can't sleep at night, but we'll get into why I can't sleep at night. I just like, woke up. I wasn't in like the best mood and I was just craving something. You know how you crave something out of the blue, out of the normal, like out of the norm, anything like that. I was craving a chocolate croissant and a pumpkin spice chai tea latte. See, it's crazy because usually I'm an almond croissant kind of bitch. I'm a down ass bitch from an almond croissant. But today I was thinking about a chocolate croissant and a pumpkin spiced chai latte which I never order but you know what I just needed it today and it felt like a fucking hug so I'd be lying if I said I didn't just scarf that down before recording with you guys but you know what I think it brings out a better me I think I give you guys way more quality content when I'm just really living my true authentic self and I just shoved it down my fucking throat it might not be the healthiest okay but good thing I'm not a health and fitness podcast, am I right? Ew, the jokes are like fucking dad jokes right now. I don't know what the fuck that was. Anyways, you guys know what I'm about to do. I'm about to give you an intro to my week recap, okay? So, let's hit it off hard here. Why the fuck do men put you on their private stories and then post cryptic ass things, okay? I am on so many men's private stories and it's all men that I don't really like talk to very much. Like I think I've had a couple conversations with here or there and they very clearly are trying to get with me in those conversations and then they put me to their private story. And I'm just like, why am I on your private story? And then they post like very cryptic messages that are like, man nobody realizes the hard work I put in or like sometimes I'm just done with life and it's like what is this a private story or is this your fucking suicide note to the world like what the fuck is this and it doesn't make any sense to me I'm actually kind of confused it's like am I supposed to swipe up and be like hey uh everything okay? Do you want the suicide hotline number? I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do when I see these men posting cryptic ass things to their private stories. Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost always a fucking athlete, okay? If you guys listen to my first episode, I talk about the athletes and how they just like can't express emotions. Every single one of the men that post cryptic ass things to their private stories are the athletes. It's nuts. They honest to God need therapy. The NFL should look into therapy for these men because it's like I want to swipe up but I'm not into doing community service today and giving them free therapy and so I just let it be you know I'm just like whatever if you're going through something I'm sure you have 80 million other whores that will swipe up and help you I just don't want to be one of them because I'm not going to be super sympathetic because I'm going to be like hey everything okay they're going to be like no I'm like, all right, well, I fucking tried. Like, next time, don't put me on your fucking private story. That's, like, the one thing that I've really realized when men put women on their private story. It's like, stop doing that. Delete the private story and get a fucking therapist. Like, why is it so hard for the men? I'm so lucky I have a vagina. Like, I'm so happy. Because I get to post things on my private story that's like, I love my life. You know, it's nothing, like, cryptic and fucked up. Anyways, you guys. (sighs) This week, I also had a rest day. Um, I decided I was going to get all of my work done. And then 
not do anything for one single day. And I think it caused a lot of depression. It was supposed to meant to make me rest and relax. But as soon as that rest day started, I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this, 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 and this. I have so many creative ideas that I want to do. And it was like, I was like, no, you got to rest, bitch. You're not resting enough. And you're like, why did you take a rest day? I just feel like I work hard and I fucking deserve one. So I really just laid in bed all day and didn't really do a thing at all. Highly recommend, but it did cause a little bit of depression because I was like, this is kind of sad. It's kind of depressing just to be in bed all day. So I don't know if I did it correctly. But yeah, it was nice. You guys have heard that I like to go to psychics. I like tarot cards. I think they're cool. I love knowing my future. I'm very impatient. I always want like to know what's happening in my life. And so I started doing pick a card readings on YouTube. If you don't know what a pick a card reading is, basically they're tarot cards and these people post videos in there. You get a choice between like one to 10 piles of cards and whichever one you choose is the message you're supposed to hear. And I'm very into like the universe wants me to know things. They'll give them to me right in front of me. And they're just like really fun to listen to sometimes. And sometimes they're really fucking accurate. Okay, so I've been doing pick a card readings for a fucking minute now. And the one thing that keeps happening when I do these pick a card readings is every single one. I think I've done like 20. I just watch them. Every single fucking one has told me I have an ex coming back. Also, I don't know if anybody else experiences this. My TikTok for you page is all fucking tarot card readings telling me an ex is coming back. Here's the thing. It's very confusing. I have a lot. I'm not going to lie. I got a lot of exes. I count a lot of people as my exes, even if I was just talking to them. Like, we don't have to be dating, dating. Like, if I was just talking to you, then you're considered one of my exes. So, yeah, I'm over here like, well, what the fuck? Which one is it? Like, I almost don't want it to be one of my really serious exes. I actually fully don't want it to be one of my serious exes at all. I would actually rather them just shut the fuck up and never speak to me again. But I'm okay with one of my little fling flings coming back into my life and me just being like, nope, I've moved on. I'm okay. I kind of want one of my little fling flings to come into my life. Why? Because I'm not done emotionally manipulating them yet. I know I said it. I'm so fucking evil. Okay, I know. not my best quality you're like what do you mean you're not done emotionally manipulating them I just had a little bit more in me I can just throw a little bit of psycho at them just one or two more times where my ex is I'm done I'm over it I'm exhausted I'm tired of it I don't want to give them any benefit of the doubt I don't even have a little bit more psycho to throw at them they experienced it all but these little fling flings I love to hit them with a little emotional manipulation I don't care if you think I'm a bad person because of it I'm having fucking fun I'm having a good time I don't know if you can tell I'm kind of in a mood I'm in one of those moods where I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I just think it'd be kind of fun just to manipulate them a little bit more. And by manipulate, I just mean fuck up their lives just a little bit more. You're lying if you say you don't want to fuck up your ex's life just a little bit more. Like, come on. One of my fling flings just fuck up their life a little bit more. I don't care if you don't think that's fun. I think that's pretty fucking fun. I shouldn't have to justify my crazy. We all know I'm fucking nuts. Why do I have to justify it? I'm tired of it. I'm not going to fucking justify this shit anymore. Anyways, my pick a card readings were going to tell me, they were like, these next seven days, you're going to have pretty sleepless nights because the person who's thinking of you, their energy is going to carry on to you and you're going to have some sleepless nights. And I was like, yeah, fucking right, bitch. 
I know. For someone who does the pick a card readings, I'm like, was very skeptical. I'm like, yeah, fucking right. I'm going to sleep like a goddamn baby. No, I haven't slept all week. I'm literally dying and I fucking hate this. Okay. I've been tossing and turning all night. I don't know what to do to make me sleep. I pop melatonin like my life depends on it and I'm popping three or four. It might not be safe for my health and I still can't fucking sleep through the night. I wake up in the middle of the night. I don't know what the fuck it is. I feel like I wake up at the witching hour too. I refuse to ask Alexa what time it is because she's going to tell me it's like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. and I'm going to be like it's the fucking witching hour and I'm going to accidentally jump out my window because I'm going to be so terrified. I just don't fuck with the witching hour. It's kind of scary. But yeah, so whichever one of my exes is thinking about me, either come the fuck forward or stop thinking about me because one, I've moved on and two, I need to sleep. You fucking assholes have took enough from me. Let me sleep, you motherfuckers. Anyways, God, do I curse a lot. I already know I curse a lot. My mom reminds me on every episode. My mom also has the nerve to listen to the episodes and come back with grammar corrections. What a bitch. Who does that, okay? I'm out here. It's a lot to just speak to a microphone by myself, okay? It takes some fucking level of confidence to do this. And this whore has the nerve to be like, hey, it's um, she and I instead of I and she or some dumb shit like that. She knows I dropped out of college and she knows school was never my strong suit. Honest to God, I never paid attention in school. I was really just there for the social aspect of the whole thing. I didn't really give a fuck about any of it. I genuinely had my sister's boyfriend test me into my college math because I'm not good at math, ladies and gentlemen, not at all. So what I did, I said, Jacob, you're going to take this test for me. It's an online test and it's going to place me into math. I go, don't don't do too well because, you know, he's pretty smart because I was like, I need to just be in basic math. And I knew my ass wasn't going to test myself into basic math because it just wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't. I'm not good at math. And I was like, I'm not about to take five math classes to just get one college credit of math because they would place me in fucking eighth grade or math. I would probably have to bust to an eighth grade school because I was that goddamn bad at math. So I said, Jacob, you're going to take the test for me. I feel like this is illegal. Whatever. I still had him do it. And my counselor called me and she was I was like, hey, I know you were really worried about that test and not testing well, but you actually tested into the highest level of math calculus. I said, I, what the, f I called Jacob. I said, Jacob, what the fuck? Why did you do that? Why did you test me into calculus? Because the worst part about the whole thing is I'm not going to be able to do fucking calculus. I can swing it by in any class. I just smile, push my tits up and look at the kid next to me. He's going to do my homework for me. But calculus, those motherfuckers are there to learn. Those motherfuckers are there to be engineers. Those motherfuckers are there to get a degree and be in the mathematic field, in my opinion. So called him. I was like, what is wrong with you? Why would you do that? He was like, I didn't really try that hard. And I was like, you're fucking overachiever. Okay. Now you're bragging. It's rude. It's really rude. And then I had to call my counselor and I said, Hey, I know I, um, I know I tested into calculus, but actually can I just do basic math? You know, it's been a rough year with my family. I just don't think I can handle the load. Thank God she was a fucking G because she was like, yeah, Sure, that's fine. Why not? But I'm really fucking grateful she didn't. So that's the story of how I finessed my way into college, out of college math, actually. Yeah, I know. I don't care if it's fucked up. I don't. You guys, this week's episode is the talking stage. I'm going to dive into the talking stage. I'm going to give you my opinions. I'm going to give you my tips and tricks. And I'm going to fucking roast these men. 
Okay. The reason I picked this is because the talking stage is so fucking bizarre to me because either you have a long-term relationship or you have, like, really weird memories with a person you barely know for, like, way too long. Like, I just feel like it's really weird. Also, I'm kind of fucking new to the talking stage. I'm usually, anytime I've gotten in a talking thing, um, I end up dating the guy. No, that's not a flex on how perfect I am. That's just, I'm insane. And I make them date me if I'm in the talking stage. But I've kind of grown past that in my life, okay? It's really weird. Like, I don't really... mm. It's such a hard one because I'm like, I don't fuck with it. But I also kind of really fuck with it because it gives you the out of both. If you're the person that doesn't want to be in the relationship, it's perfect for you. But if you're the person that wants to be in the relationship, it fucking sucks. The whole thing is weird. I don't know when dating became so fucking weird and complicated. I feel like in the old days... It was never like this. Like, if I, I, my mom and her boyfriend, when they started dating, it was like four or five dates in, and they were like, Yeah, no, I really like you. I see potential with you. Let's start dating. It wasn't like, Let's talk for a year and a fucking half and then see what happens. Okay. I'm going to give you my tips and tricks of what I've learned from uh, the talking stage when I was in the talking stage, as well as. Just some advice. This is the number one thing. It was a hard pill for me to swallow when I was in the talking stage with my exes. You're not his girlfriend. So here's the thing. Don't give him girlfriend privileges. If you are not dating, don't give boyfriend privileges to someone who is not your boyfriend. So you guys are talking in no sort of way. Are you his girlfriend or is he your boyfriend? So don't give boyfriend privileges to someone who is not your boyfriend example do not cook dinner for this person make him starve no i'm kidding but like yeah don't be cooking dinner don't be cleaning for him don't be doing his laundry i don't know why i'm making it sound like a girlfriend is a slave but like kinda anyways no don't be giving him boyfriend privileges and like you can't always just Let them do whatever they want because they're not your boyfriend. So with that being said, don't always be on call 24-7. You don't have to respond to his text message. You don't have to respond to his phone calls. You get to leave him wondering. So that's where I leave you in too. You want to play hard to get in this kind of predicament. If the talking stage isn't going great for you, this is your chance to be hard to get. Here's the thing. Newsflash, you're still fucking single. Unless you guys have vocalized to each other, hey, we're not going to talk to anybody else. We're not going to do anything else. And that means you're dating, okay? I don't I don't understand what the fuck a talking stage is. And then you decide you're not going to do anything with anybody else. You guys are just like getting ready to date. Anyways, yeah. So you are still 100% able and capable to sleep with whoever you want, to go on dates with whoever you want, to call whoever you want, to do whatever the fuck you want. And don't forget that, okay? Because a lot of the times we can get caught up in really liking somebody and you're like, oh, well, like, I don't even want to do this with that person. Hey, They're not claiming you. Don't give them boyfriend privileges when they're not your fucking boyfriend. Go be single. Go have fun. You're not together. Don't make him think he has you wrapped around his finger like that because he doesn't. Because at any moment, you can get up and decide, hey, I don't really want this anymore. You could literally be sucking another guy's dick and then go and hang out with him for all you want. I don't care what you guys do, but that's what I'm telling you. If you're not exclusive, don't act exclusive because that's when you get your feelings hurt. Men rarely want something that's easy. So if you're giving them every single thing they want and you're already a girlfriend without them making you 
their girlfriend. Why the fuck are they going to make you your, their girlfriend? Like, why would they make you their girlfriend? No, seriously. You're giving them everything. They don't need to make you their girlfriend. So why would they if you're giving them everything they want? Pull it back, little bitch. Becky, stop being so fucking nice to the kid. Give other guys a chance. Don't cut off all communication with all men. And I know it's hard when you really like someone to do that. But this is protecting your heart. So this is how you get hurt because you mentally entered a relationship while they haven't. So you really like someone and you're doing all these relationship things and you're having such a good time and you're falling in love to say the least, honest to God. You're not talking to other guys. You're not dating other guys. You're not really doing shit. And they're still fucking other girls. This is the talking stage that they thrive in because they know they don't have to be committed. Even when they're in a fucking relationship, they're not committed. So why are you sitting over there with your legs crossed, not doing anything? I'm not telling you to go sleep with everybody. I'm not telling you to do anything like that. But I'm just telling you, don't act like you're in a relationship while you're not in a relationship because that's how you get hurt. You'll be like, oh my God, I'm so devastated. He slept with somebody. Why? You guys weren't dating. He didn't cheat on you. Yes, don't get me wrong. It still hurts. But you have to play the cards as if you don't give a single fuck to be honest because until they make you their girlfriend you're not dating so stop acting like you're dating like have fun live your own life because you're single and you'll look back and regret not doing that trust me example my first ex okay we were together a year and a half two years kind of the first year, he wouldn't date me. He'd be like, no, we're basically dating. Fuck a basically dating. There is no such thing as a basically dating. Either you give me the title or I'm going to suck your best friend's dick. Okay, not actually, but either you give me the title or we're not dating and I'm going to do myself and I'm going to do you. But at that time, I was like, well, he says we're basically dating, so I guess we're dating. Like, I still called him my boyfriend. He wasn't my fucking boyfriend, but I was giving him all girlfriend privileges, okay? So I was giving him the right to have a girlfriend and a girl that was always there for him but he wasn't doing the same for me if anything he was making my life fucking hell he was also like really toxic and fucked up so like if I did hang out with another guy or do anything with another guy he would be like you're literally a fucking slut and da 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 all this but you know, that's like a different episode we don't need to get into that but you're not with that person and the, do you want to know how, how he started dating me is when I was like hey um you know it's been a year and uh, you say we're basically dating and you just don't want to put a title on it. Um, I don't really like that. Unless you put a title on it, I'm leaving. And he was like, fine, like, I guess you can be my girlfriend. And I was like, the nerve, the nerve he had, the nerve he fucking had because he was a six and I was a 10 and he didn't deserve me to begin with. But fuck, man. Anyways. Yeah, don't give boyfriend privileges to someone who's not your fucking boyfriend leave them wondering don't answer their text for a couple hours they don't know if you were just getting your back blown out by somebody or you were studying for your test and keep it that way they don't need to fucking know ladies and gentlemen they really don't until they decide to make it official well like don't play it up too much too you know what i'm saying but like have fun so now i want to talk about when the talking stage ends oof this one really fucking hurts. I think this one, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but this sometimes can hurt more or equivalent, I'd say equivalent to a breakup because it's kind of like, well, damn, what could we have been? So I feel like in my talking stages when they ended, like the one that I can think of, I was kind of like, ooh, this really hurts because like... <laughs> 
you didn't even like me enough to give me the chance to even date me. Like, it just kind of hurts because it's like we could have been something, but you wouldn't even allow that to happen. And it's just like, did I do something wrong? Did it all these things? You didn't. You didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to tell you why. Because it's a blessing in disguise because it means the other person is just not emotionally mature or emotionally available as the other person. So the person that calls off the talking stage when you guys are basically dating to begin with, you're talking, you're hanging out, you're hooking up, you're going on dates, you're doing the whole thing, you're technically dating and they say, actually, I can't really do this. It's either because they're emotionally immature, so they're not mature enough to be in a relationship, they're emotionally unavailable, so they're not even allowing themselves to feel any of these emotions and date somebody because they've probably been hurt in the past and you know men when they've been hurt in the past they act like they literally got shot in the fucking head they're very dramatic about previous heartbreak that's a blessing for you because then you don't have to deal with that kind of man because think about it like this so a man is not going to let go of a good female like if he sees potential in a girl like an actual man is not going to let that woman just walk away from him he's like i like every single thing about her she's great she could treat me really well and we could have a great future together no man is going to let that woman walk away but a boy will they're just not mature enough to have that mindset like hey it's okay that you've been through one previous heartbreak you can go through others also people are not the same so if you've been hurt in the past don't take it out on the person that you're talking to now as well as just being mature enough to be in a relationship and the thing is they cause themselves more pain in the long run and that's why they'll still hit you up and that's why they'll still text you is because they did want you but they just weren't mature enough to have you because no man is going to watch a good woman walk out of his life someone he saw potential in or anything like that and also this is going to be a hard truth but if they like you as much as they say they do they won't let you walk away if you like somebody you don't let them leave like if you like them you want to take it to the next level with them and you put in that work and you put in that effort for them to be dating you okay nobody just lets go of someone they like so I'm sorry either they were using you for sex and all that you were good for because you probably gave them girlfriend privileges and they're just not emotionally mature so in the long run I know that fucking hurts so bad when someone you're talking to ends it in the long run no 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 you won because they weren't mature enough to even handle a woman as good as you a lot of times men run away from a good woman because they know that this woman's going to change their life for the better and that's fucking terrifying to them like men are really weird creatures to be honest to sum this one up, there's three reasons he won't date you. He's emotionally immature, emotionally unavailable, and he really doesn't like you that much. Those are the three reasons a man is never going to leave the talking stage, okay? He's getting what he wants. You're fucking him whenever he wants. Why is he going to make you his girlfriend if you're giving him every single thing that he wants? Okay, and don't hold on to them thinking they're going to change because they're not going to change. And if you have to make somebody change for you, they're just not fucking worth it. You deserve someone so much better than a man that thinks you're not enough. Because at the end of the day, if you have to beg somebody to date you, convince somebody to date you or force somebody to date you, they're just not for you. And that's okay. Take what you had in those memories and that talking stage and that hurt even that you feel and just let it go live the pain and let it go and then someone better will walk into your life one day you'll be so fucking thankful that that talking stage didn't work out because someone better is going to come in and treat you the way you wanted to be treated ladies there's a million men in this world so many fish in the sea and i i get it like i've been there where i'm like it's just not him it might just not be him 
you know? And that's great because the next guy is going to be even better, but you have to be open and willing to allow the next guy in and let the last one go because you don't deserve to be treated like shit. You really don't. And you should never even want a man who's like that because chances are you could do 20 times better, but you're fucking settling. We don't settle. Do not settle. I've been through bad talking stages, and right now I would say I'm in a pretty good talking stage. I'm really happy where I'm at in the talking stage currently. And I'm going to tell you what helped me get through these talking stages and makes them better and makes them fucking fun. And I'm enjoying my time and I'm enjoying life in a talking stage. It's fucking possible, ladies and gentlemen. So take it for what it is. So this is what I do. I take it for what it is. I really fuck with this person. This person's really cool. I have a great time with this person and I really enjoy that. That's what it is. It's not, could this be a relationship? Could this be that? Could this be that? No, 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 no. I'm focusing in the moment. I'm not thinking about the future and I'm realizing their actions for what they are. I'm really trying not to romanticize anything in my head and I'm like, okay, he's doing this, this, and this. I'm not romanticizing any of this. This is what he's doing. These are his actions. This is this. And what I feel is what I feel. But I take it for what it is in the moment. And I'm like, no matter what, if anything ends or how this ends, in this moment, I really fucked with this person heavy and I thought they were really cool and I enjoyed every single moment that I've had with this person so far. I'm not like, is he going to date me? Is he going to do that? Is he going to do that? No, I don't give a fuck. I really don't at all. I just care about what's happening in the moment. This is cool. This is fun. Set boundaries. So I've mentioned in the past, my therapist and I will sit down and make a list of boundaries. So this is a way if you get hurt really easily, how to not get hurt so easily. So example, I was in a talking stage one time and I didn't really have boundaries set up and the kid took advantage of me. (gasps) Shocker, a man taking advantage of a girl. Oh my God, never heard of it in my life. Anyways, it happened. It is what it is and I've grown from it. And since that experience, I said, okay, I didn't like what this person did, so let me set a list of boundaries. I'm not doing this with this person until this person can show me this. Example, I'm not having sex with this person until this person can show me with their actions that they care for me. That's a boundary. I'm not going to let this person talk to me like I'm trash. That's a boundary. Set boundaries. Make a fucking list to help yourself from getting hurt because I know when we start talking to somebody new and all those things, it can be so fun in the moment and it's like, whoa, this is so exciting. And it is. Like, live it up. Have fun, bitch. Do your damn thing. But also set the boundary so you don't get hurt, okay? Because at the same time, I don't want any of you to get hurt. I mean, it is a part of life and when you get hurt, for me, I always think there's so much beauty behind the pain and it's like, you just set the fuel to my glow up. You know what I mean? Like, you just lit the fire to my fuel for my fucking globe if you're going to hurt me. But set the boundaries so you don't get as hurt in these situations. Also, be vocal about what you want. So also identify what you want. It's okay if you want to date that person. It's also okay if you don't want to date that person, but you have to vocalize to them, hey, these are my intentions. This is what I'm doing. If you don't like that, we shouldn't be talking. So then you save yourself hurt from the long run. Because like example, I could have told my ex like, hey, I want to date you. Um, That's what it's going to be or it's going to be nothing at all and then we could have saved ourselves two years me a lot of domestic abuse I could have saved myself a lot of time with the wrong person but you know what had happened like I'm not going to regret it it is what it is and I'm okay with that but I 
from the start should have been vocal like hey I want a relationship and he should have been like hey actually I don't really want a relationship at all I just want to emotionally manipulate you to the core and then him and I would have looked at each other and said you know what Mm, I think we both have different intentions and we shouldn't really be together but no seriously like be vocal about what you want and don't be scared about what you want like have that talk with those guys I know it can be kind of scary to like actually sit down and have the talk and it's always looked at bad and everything like that but you're saving yourself so much pain and heartbreak if that's the case that they don't want to date you like save yourself the fucking time because there are guys out there that will treat you better and they will do you right and they will do good things for you and they will be an amazing man an amazing partner so don't waste your time with the boys that won't and if they're like I don't know what I think right now like da 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 uh Mm, no your indecisiveness is not cute and I'm gonna leave because honestly a lot of the time men don't know what they have until it's gone anyways so sometimes it might take you to walk away for them to realize hey I actually really like this girl but sometimes you got to really just do these things for yourself like you actually have to do this one for you okay at the end of the day you know you deserve to be treated better like you actually know you deserve to be treated better what is the worst thing that's going to happen if you get up and walk away literally nothing only good things can come from you walking away from a situation that isn't serving you and your highest potential anymore those sleepless nights of you crying and just not feeling good enough will go away you just have to get through the fucking pain and you will be okay but the last thing that I want any of you doing is to sit and wait around for a man when you could have 50 of those same men if not better I always say lay up with his idol you know that's my thing with my exes I was like fuck you I'm not gonna get any sort of revenge the only thing I'm going to do is lay up with your idols and even their idols I'm like you know what I'm going to do you're good but I'm going to lay up with your fucking idol want to know why there's literally millions of men that I could choose from and I'm so fucking aware that I could have any single one of them and you all should be just as aware that you can have any of these men that you want you guys they're so fucking easy okay you can have these men You're a boss bitch too. I don't understand why any of us would doubt ourselves or not think we're good enough to have whoever the fuck we want. Sometimes you just really need to let go of that guy that's not treating you right to go to the guy that is going to treat you right. So, yeah, be vocal about what you want. If that's a relationship, look him dead in the eyes and say, you know what, if this isn't headed towards a relationship, let me know right now so I can pack my shit up and I can go and take the memories for what they were and move the fuck on we don't need to be sitting crying about whack-ass motherfuckers when you could have any of these men like ladies get it the fuck together realize you can have any single person you want so get whoever you want also don't romanticize these men Really be aware of their actions. When I say romanticize, a lot of the times we can play up who the person is in our head and be like, think of them certain ways that they're not really actually treating us. Like, is he taking you on dates? Is he telling you you're pretty? Is he respecting your boundaries? Is he showing you he's interested? Who's facetiming who first? Who's more interested in the relationship? Like, take all these things as what they are. Don't make excuses and don't romanticize. If I say... Is he taking you on dates? And you have to go, ah, well, the one time he took me to Panda Express. Bitch, Panda Express is not a date. No, we have high expectations over here. You're going to take me to a nice Italian sit-down dinner where you have to tip the waiter. Okay? That's a date. Unless you want to settle. Don't settle. You might be like, wow, you have really high expectations. You're actually crazy. Okay, cool. But when I'm getting wined and dined while you're eating fucking honey walnut shrimp from 
Panda Express, you're cracking up in that fortune cookie with a man who you don't even call your boyfriend and I'm getting wined and dined by a man who wants me to call him my boyfriend. That's where we start expecting more from the men, ladies and gentlemen. Because, you know, if you set out what you expect, hey, these are my expectations and this is what I expect, they're going to come back and give you what you expect or they're going to get out and someone better is going to come in. I'm not letting these men just treat me any sort of way. Why? Because I know I can have any single one of them at any time I want to. And that's not me being cocky. That's me being confident in myself. I know all I bring to the table. Look at all that you're bringing to the fucking table. Why are you settling? You're beautiful. You're smart. You're educated. You're a great human being. You're kind. You're caring. You're bringing all this to the fucking table and you're going to settle for some motherfucker that can't even claim you? No, 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 no. Also, don't take yourself off the market. You're still single. Do not forget you're still single. My best friend called me one time and she was talking to this guy. He's amazing. He's a really great guy, but they were just talking. They weren't dating. And she was like, this one guy wants to take me on a coffee date. Should I go? And I was like, yes, you should go. Even though I loved the other guy she was talking to, she wasn't his girlfriend at all. And I mean, they were really liked each other and they were great, but she was like, should I do it? And I was like, yeah, dude, until he makes you his girlfriend, don't don't give him boyfriend privileges like you have to still live your life now they're dating and they're in a relationship but at the time they weren't and she didn't give him those boyfriend privileges and that's why i think their relationship ended up in a relationship and it's no disrespect towards the man it's just like no we're not it's a fact it's like we're not actually dating so i'm not gonna just not live my life as the single girl that I am. Like, why would I not? Why am I acting like I'm in a relationship when nobody's claimed me to be in a relationship yet? Also, don't hide what you feel. If you're feeling some sort of way and you don't feel good about the situation, let them fucking know. I'm not saying they're going to change it, but I'm just saying, like, you don't need to sit there in pain or anything like that. Talk about what you feel. There is no need to hide it. Don't feel stupid about how you feel or anything like that. Your feelings are 100% valid. And if they don't make you feel like they're valid, they don't need to be in your life. They simply just do not need to be in your life whatsoever. Also, don't be scared to walk away. I know I say there's millions of men waiting for us, but there is. So like this man not be treating, might not be treating you right, but it is okay to get the fuck up and walk away. I've been in that position where I'm like, I don't think I can walk away. I'm so scared. And I literally was terrified. I was like, oh my God, what is he going to do? I'm so scared. I don't want to walk away. And then I got the fuck up and I walked away. And usually nine times out of 10, they come running, begging for you back. And usually by that time, you don't even want them anymore. And it's probably the best feeling in the entire world. So I always say it's like that temporary pain of hurt that causes the long-term revenge I guess in a way you just kind of get a look back and be like no I used to want you and now I absolutely don't want anything to do with you keep it moving and fall the fuck back it's a really nice feeling also match the energy of what that person is giving you so they're texting you once a day you're texting them once a day they're facetiming you once a week you're facetiming them once a week until they step it up and give you what you want, match that fucking energy. You never want to be the one that's giving more because I feel like that's when the person can get hurt sometimes. And if they're not reciprocating the energy, they don't seem happy to talk to you when you call or stuff like that. Say you are calling more and they don't seem really happy and thrilled to talk to you. Block them. Kill them. Kidding. Just don't be putting in that much effort. Switch up the game a little bit, you know? Don't text them for a day. If you ever feel like you need to text somebody all day, every day, that's a fucking problem. Don't feel like that. You do not need to feel like that whatsoever. 
Don't, 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 don't do that. You're way better than that. And the thing is, we have to start believing that. Ladies, you don't understand. You hold the power. The power for everything. Men want to fuck. That's the main thing. You hold that in between your legs. You're in complete control of that. Take your power back. Switch the fucking energy up on them. If they're used to you talking to them all day, every day, switch up that fucking energy. Don't call them. Don't text them. Leave them on red. They're not going to leave you 100%. And if they do, then they just weren't meant to be in your life. These men are so fucking temporary. So my conclusion about the talking stage is set the boundaries so it goes well. Take it for what it is in the moment and realize you can have a million of these men if you really wanted to and you're worth so much more than you give yourself credit for and we shouldn't be crying over whack-ass motherfuckers anymore. Boss the fuck up and lay up with this goddamn idol, ladies and gentlemen. But also, like, the talking stage can be really beautiful, too. And I really also think that's a big part that I forgot to mention. Like, no, the talking stage can actually be a lot of fun and you can really enjoy it and really fuck with that person. And it's really great, too. But, like, match the energy they're giving you. And that's something that I don't... If you haven't realized that the talking stage is actually supposed to be fun, then you're not doing it correctly. Because I think at the end of the day, like, the talking stage is supposed to be fun. It's like the honeymoon phase. It's so much fucking fun. And if it's feeling anything less than fun to you, you gotta leave. Because imagine how fucking terrible that relationship's gonna be, honest to God. If the talking stage isn't fun, then the relationship is probably gonna be really shitty. And you don't wanna do that to yourself because you're a boss ass bitch and you don't deserve that. I asked you guys on my Instagram at midday underscore matcha where I post bad bitch quotes daily, period. I said, ask me your questions. I'm gonna answer them. So. I'm going to answer a couple of your guys' questions. Okay, first question. A lot of you want to know where I went to college. So, fun fact, I went to Columbia College, Chicago, and then I did one semester there, dropped out, moved my entire life to California at the age of 18, got my own apartment out there, and was there for three months, and then came back home. It's a whole story. I'll do a whole episode on it. And then I went to Harold Washington in the Loop, And I recently also dropped out of that school. Here's the thing. I'm not a big school person. Like, it's just not my thing. I can get by. Like, I always get pretty good grades and I get by. But I've never always been super book smart. I'm really street smart. I'm really finesse smart. Like, that's how I just get things all the time. And I realized I was like, hey, I'm not really getting this degree for anybody but my mom. Like, I'm kind of really just doing this for my mom. This isn't my life's passion. Like, everything that I need to do. Like, I don't need a degree for any of this. I'm a comedian. The biggest thing for me comedy-wise was to make Second City's Conservatory, and I'm in it. I'm about to finish it, actually, and so to me, that's kind of like school because, I mean, it's been like a whole... It's been almost a... No, it's been a year process of being in that conservatory program, and you go through six levels. You have to audition to get in. It's the most elite comedy program in the world, and I've been doing that, which was like a dream since I was a little, little girl. I know, fun fact, but I got into that at a pretty young age, and I think that's really awesome that I've been through that conservatory program, and that'll be my last comedy class, so it's kind of fucking weird. It's actually really fucking weird because I've been doing comedy class since I was 16, And since I was that age, I was like, I'm going to be in that conservatory and I'm going to do it. And I was always told, like, wait till you're older. Wait till you're a little bit older because the chances of getting in are, like, kind of hard. People audition a lot for that. But 
I did it and I'm in and I've been loving every single moment of it, everything I've learned. It's just been such a fucking great experience. So for me, that was kind of like a college thing of mine. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. It's like my comedy school's big thing. I mean, like I have an associate's degree. I had like a couple... I had like a year, less than a year left of my bachelor's, but it just wasn't for me. And with everything happening with COVID and stuff, to the thought of sitting on a Zoom class just like really wasn't for me either. So another question I had was, how long were my relationships? So I had two two two-year relationships, and then I had a two-year break from relationships. So I had a relationships from 16 to 18, 18 to like 20-ish like a couple months before 20, they've all been like a year and a half and some change, like probably like a year, like 10 months each. And then after those two relationships, I had waited two years to even like talk to men really again, like fully, fully talk to men again. So I had like my flings here and there, like you guys know about my rebound and then the 40 year old man I (laughs) talked to and stuff like that. But yeah, I took a really long break from dating, which I will probably do a whole episode about as well. Another question I have is, am I going to have guests? No. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I really love um, how the center of attention is on me in this podcast. No, but I really love just doing this by myself and having the time that I get to talk to you guys and then hearing your feedback and everything like that has been great. I do want to bring my mom on as a guest, and I think I want to bring on... I know I really want to bring my mom on as a guest, so I think she would be great to have. Other than my mom, I'm not 100% sure how many guests I want to have on, but I do want to bring my mom on for one. That would be, like, fucking awesome to me. So those are the questions I'm going to answer for this episode. Let me know if you guys want me to answer more questions. I know I kind of just jumped into this podcast, didn't really give you guys a backstory of me, but yeah, um, I'm more than willing to add that as a segment in the podcast if you guys want that, but you guys have to let me fucking know. You guys, guess what time it is? Did you think I wasn't going to give you my midday matcha must-haves? No, bitch. It's every episode. Okay, at the top of my list, I have chia seeds. You're like, what? Shut the fuck up. It's good for your digestive system. And I put them in my water and they're really yummy. You don't taste them at all, actually. And they're just really good for you. I don't know why you wouldn't put chia seeds on whatever you were eating or drinking. I fucking love chia seeds and they're really good for you. So now I'm going to do a Trader Joe's must-have section because I really just fucking love that. I love Trader Joe's. You guys know the song or the TikTok song? We don't fuck. He just picked me up from Trader Joe's. I love it. That's my vibe. That's my life goal. Their salad dressing, the vegan Caesar dressing, and then the, like the butternut spicy dressing I think I have. Oh my God, it's so fucking good. You'd never expect it, but it's so goddamn good. Also, Trader Joe's has so many pumpkin goodies. Ew. I sound like one of those like lifestyle bloggers who's like, here's my pumpkin goodies. Okay, but my pumpkin goodies are the pumpkin curry. I really fuck with that. That's awesome. As well as the pumpkin cocoa butter. I get it every year. That's for your skin. If you didn't know what cocoa butter was, it's like a lotion that you can put on your skin and it's pumpkin flavored. Honest to God, I smell myself and I want to fuck myself because it smells so good. Trader Joe's needs to sponsor me because that was so passionate. Another thing, you guys, I mentioned that I like 
do the YouTube pick a card readings. If you guys are interested in that and you want to know your future and stuff like that as well, I like Alice Love Exists tarot card readings, pick a card readings. But yeah, her um, YouTube name is Alice Love Exists. And she's fucking awesome. And she's predicted some shit for me. I don't think I've spilled that tea. Yeah, no, sh I've been doing the pick a card readings and she's predicted some stuff for me. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of fucking nuts. Like the kid I'm talking to now, she like fully predicted the whole situation. And I was like, that's crazy. Ew, I'm so sorry. I'll never sing again. No, I really won't ever sing again. You guys, that was it for this week's episode. If you've learned anything from this episode, don't fucking settle. As well as don't give someone who's not your boyfriend, boyfriend privileges. As well as there's a million men in this world and you need to realize you're a bad bitch and they're lucky to have your time and attention. Let's boost up that confidence, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? I hope you guys liked this episode. If you did and you're on an Apple podcast, can you leave me five stars in a review? I'd love you and I'd give you a kiss for it. Um, no, I wouldn't because COVID-19 is happening and that would be so fucking rude of me to give you a kiss during a fucking pandemic. Anyways, love all of you. Thank you for listening. If you guys want to get in contact with me, you can email me at middaymatcha, two A's at the end of matcha at gmail.com as well as my personal instagram is at livy mave that's m-a-e-v-e as in mave and then midday matcha also has an instagram like i mentioned midday underscore matcha where i post bad bitch quotes daily because you're a bad bitch and if you don't feel like that you need to get your fucking life together and listen to the other podcast episodes and i highly recommend you like put it on repeat but if you have any questions or anything i'm here for you and i love talking to you you guys are awesome, and I love you. Have an amazing week. It's Friday or whatever you're listening to this, but I love every single one of you, and have an amazing week. Oh, my God. Another fucking episode is done. Work.